On this episode, Sam and I recap that horrifying Seahawks loss. We bitch and moan and have absolutely no answers for this team that has proven that they don't have the grit to call themselves a prideful organization just yet. And then we also have Mark and Adam on, two big Giants fans, to go ahead and uh, talk some shit, preview the Eagles-Giants game on Monday, Christmas Day game. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. We are, um, well, Sam and I are back. I'm not sure if the Eagles are, as they are standing now at 10 and 4. Not a great 10 and 4. I'm, I'm here. We've got Nurse Sam to talk about Seahawks, the rest of the season, maybe the future. Sam, take it away. Oh, man. So the highs and the lows of a football team, right? Well, Kevin, I'm pissed the fuck off dude and you know why i was pissed off because i hate being lied to yeah. i was lied to by the philadelphia eagles when they started off 10 and 1 beating some high quality teams that they were a good super bowl contending football team but that was a lie because the way that this team is playing they cannot win a super bowl they have the talent to win but it's been a season of we're waiting for them to put it together and have it look like last year. And they haven't done it. And Christmas is on fucking Monday. Mm. So mm. altogether, we've just been watching these liars the entire way. We're going to watch them all the way into January. And do I think they can win a playoff game or two? I genuinely believe they can. But it's just not really like good enough for us anymore because... This isn't like the 80s Eagles or the 90s Eagles. Since Andy and Donovan came to town, the bar has been raised. And then you win a Super Bowl five years ago. So with this talent, with this coaching squad, I don't give a fuck if we win a wild card game and then lose the next week. I don't think any Eagles fan gives a fuck. And for the talent that they have, it's just anything less than a title game is fucking unacceptable. They're broken from top to bottom, and I don't know if anyone can fix it, and I'm pissed off. That terrible, horrible, disgraceful loss to the Seahawks. 20-17, to 17, you let – I mean, look, like the details, like I, I honestly – like I don't even know how relevant it is to talk about Drew Locke driving 92 yards in a minute when they had one timeout left and giving up a touchdown. I don't know if it's relevant to talk about Jalen Hurts throwing two terrible deep balls. Um, Terrible. And like bad decisions. Like not just the ball was thrown poorly, which in both cases it was, but the decision was wrong. I've got, I've been trying to, I've been trying to think, because I think you talk, bringing up the Super Bowl is the right, the right thing to bring about. Because, because expectations matter in this sport, right? Expectations really matter. When, when Nick Sirianni's first year was here, the expectations were not the Super Bowl. And so the Eagles making the playoffs felt good. And, and what I know, right, is it cannot always be about winning the Super Bowl. Every season can't. Because you, you can't live life based on did we win the championship. There's 32 teams. There's It'd like, be too disappointing every year. Every year. And so it can't always be about it. It's got to be. It's got to be about enjoying the season. It's got to be about the satisfaction and happiness. And it's about the journey, right? It's how you get there. It's And all all that on sustained success, sustaining the success. When you have this Mm -hmm. core of elite players, continue. You're exactly right. Like there's, like, I guess like, like I want to talk about like Philadelphia teams, like history of Philadelphia teams. Look, we're not, this city, we don't get dozens of trophies. We just... We just don't. No that's dynasties. Not, what, not one. Not, what, not one dynasty has a Philadelphia team produced. Flickers of championships. Not, not a single Patriots, Spurs, Warriors, Red Wings, Blackhawks, 
Fuck. The, the closest... The Flyers won back-to-back championships in the mid-70s, and it's the only time any Philadelphia team went one, two, two in a row. Like, that's it. The, like it, In the mid-70s, my dad's balls hadn't, hadn't even dropped. That's how long <laughs> it's been! It's like... And then, you know, we just... We were getting used to winning. And Nick Sirianni, 35 and 17 as a head coach, that's in, that's, that is fucking excellent. But winning in the regular season... It only does so much for you. I think I, yeah. I expect to watch the Sixers kick the shit out of regular season teams. The yeah. Sixers don't, they don't become insanely relevant to me until probably like January, February. And I love the Sixers. I love my Sixers, but I know exactly what I'm getting. I love watching the games and seeing, you know, where the talent is. And this team is, is pretty exciting. But the Sixers, if they don't get to a championship game, Eastern Conference Championship, it, again, it's another be like, well, fuck that. Fuck that season. Another year of Joel's prime waste. And, and you can say the same thing about Jalen Hurts because these primes don't always last forever, especially for quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts. Yeah. that that would, I mean, this is like why, this is why like I've really been thinking about this one. Like you talk about being lied to. I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at myself, Sam, because the worst thing anyone can do is lie to yourself. It's the worst thing you can do is lie to yourself. And we watch this team all season long. We've been talking, man. It just it doesn't look like last year's team. But like, come on, they're 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 sick. They're they're five and zero. They're ten and they're, one. They're eight and one. They're nine and one. They're ten and one. Who cares? But we lied to ourselves because we it would it felt better. It felt better to say that this team is going back. And this is why you have to win when you get there. You have to win the Super Bowl when you get there. Aaron Rodgers might be the best quarterback that we've ever seen play. He went to one. He went to one. Like, because it's like that's, fucking hard. Right. What the Patriots did isn't going to happen. And then Aaron did cheat. So, you know what? Multiple times. It's, it's like, so in particular, the Seahawks game was a must win game. And I'm understanding that Jalen Hurts team sounded like he had a horrible case of the flu. But if you're strapped up and you're out there, you expect them to be 100%. You know? Yeah, that's it. Like, it's, it's, you know, if you're out there, you know, you ask Michael Jordan about how he felt. He's like, I felt fine enough to play. So I'm going to play to my elite play. abilities. If you're going to play, you have to play. So listen, I, I think I was definitely one of those ones. I'm done being like a Brian Johnson apologist. Again, I don't think he's the worst offense. He's not, he's not fucking Matt Canada. But like the dude can't come up with a creative game plan. He can't figure out ways to get Jalen in a groove. He can't find a way to get all of his playmakers the ball. He... Him and Sirianni continue to put Quez Watkins in games, and that dude just doesn't have it. Doesn't have any no. dog in him. Why, he I, takes why is plays he playing off. over Zacchaeus? Why I, is he playing over Zacchaeus? Over Julio? I don't... Over any of like it? Just it doesn't make any sense with the, like that with that talent. So that's why I got it. I got to chastise Brian Johnson. I got to chastise Nick Sirianni. He's game situations. I don't know who decided to throw a deep ball. At the 50, when you're up four and with eight and a half minutes to play, and you were driving, like let's not say you just got the ball at the 50, you were moving yeah. the ball fine. The running game really looked pretty goddamn good, especially in the first half. DeAndre Swift so, had some juice. So it's like in the second half, it's like they went back, like, like how many times they made really good halftime adjustments. It's like they regressed at halftime. And I don't, I don't understand it because. It's like Nick Sirianni was the head coach last year when the offense was humming. Why can't he incorporate? I'm not saying the identical offense because Shane Sykin's got a mind of his own, but where are the elements of last year's offense that Brian Johnson was also a part of? Like, I, I'm not trying to say That's right. it's easy. I'm not trying to say it's easy to be a coach in the NFL. I'm not going to sit here and I'm, I'm a fucking nurse. You know what I mean? Like, that's. It, 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 I can't sit here and say I'll ever earn a spot on an NFL sideline coaching these superstar athletes who have been doing this their whole life. But when you're breaking it down to like basics, like what? And don't tell me you don't have the personnel to do exactly what you did last year. You don't have Miles Sanders and instead you have a better running back in DeAndre Swift. It is great. You have Alameda Zacchaeus instead of Zach Pascal. Like what sure. the fuck, man? It's just so it's just it's really frustrating as a fan to see how you feel as if there are pretty concrete, solid ways to fix this. And they're just like not getting it. 
at some point in time, at some point in time, it's the job of the quarterback to elevate the play of the team. And it's the job of the quarterback to make sure that you don't lose the game, right? Like this is, this is what all the best ones do, right? This is the, this is what separates, this is what separates the guys who have great regular seasons and the guys who end up taking their teams to the Super Bowl, right? Can you overcome your team's weaknesses? And this entire season, I mean this, the whole season long, Jalen Hurts has not elevated the play of the team. Wow. Jalen Hurts has not taken a team that can be this good and gotten them to here, right? He, he just hasn't. It's too many turnovers. He, he's got like, like 16, like 16 on the season. Might even be more than that. He's got way too many turnovers. He's th- like, but he, like, I don't want to, no one man loses the game, but the quarterback really, really can lose you the game. And those two fourth, two fourth quarter interceptions on missed, on, on misjudged deep balls, like, that's, that, that's the quarterback's fault, right? That's the quarterback's fault. That you have to know fourth quarter. First of all, you had a weapon in Jake Elliott, a weapon in Jake Elliott. Mm-hmm. And when they, with that fourth quarter, it was with that final drive, thirty something seconds left, and they got the ball all the way to the to their own forty five. And I'm looking at the field, I'm like, they need fifteen yards. All yeah. you need is fifteen yards to do that. You got two plays and you got two timeouts, so the whole field is open. But what? And I get it. He's trying to get the pass interference. It's fucking bullshit. Like that mm-hmm. is. Terrible. You take what the defense terrible. gives you. It's basics. And Kenny Gamewell was open for a 30-yard check down, spike the ball, or not spike the ball, call timeout with two seconds to go. And there is. Tommy J. Kelly is not hitting that kick. That's all J. Kelly does is hit clutch kicks. Kicks. And, and if he doesn't, then at least fine. Like, you know what? You got it. But this is this is like my problem with this team right now. Right. And and this is where this is where the how it gets done matters, right? Is there's just what we want to see in this city, right? What we want to see in this city is that you leave the field the right way, right? There's mm-hmm. too much that's out of your control. The wins and losses, no matter how hard you try, the wins and losses are out of your control. What you can control, we can control is your own effort. You can control your own physicality, your own preparation, and your own execution. And and that's it, right? You, you make sure that when the clock, clock shows zeros, there's nothing else you could have done. There's nothing else you should have done. An unlucky bounce here, tough call there, it doesn't matter. You go out with your body bloodied, your mind spent, then then your soul can rest and you can be carried on in your shield and the city will come back for you. I was thinking like if you had to think like teams that didn't win at all, but the city is still proud of 93 Phillies, Phillies. 93 Phillies, Phillies. yep. 01 Sixers. 2010 Flyers. 2010 Flyers. 2010. Yeah. Like 2019 Sixers. Eagles. Yeah. Like, like that's. We all watched it's, that Super Bowl. It was as close as it gets, and he just lost to a slightly better team. I, I mean, I, I, I just nobody like, hangs their head on the 2022 season. No one does. I might disagree with you on that one. I, I the defense giving up that many points in that in that fashion, and like that that to me like that. It's still too fresh. Okay, it's still too uh, fresh me, for, I for feel me to you, like go all the way there. Say, right, the Jonathan Gannon thing that definitely leads to taste. Uh, I'll backpedal a bit on that one. Yeah. But regardless, that, but, that season's over. But that's but it. I 93 Phillies, 22 I, Phillies. Like, right. that's the kind of team they squeezed every ounce of potential out of themselves. This is why Jason Kelsey is a beloved Eagle, is right. a beloved Philadelphian, is because that is a guy that has squeezed every single piece of talent and potential out of his body to become one of the best centers to ever play football. Which is Just why he's going to undersize. Which is why, which is why he's he's gonna go. He's already one of the greatest Philadelphia Eagles ever. And this team, this team does not have. I left it all out there. This team does not have all seven days. I had to prep for this game. I was prepping for this game. They don't have it. And that's why. And that's why, like I'm at, at this point, like you as you talked about in the open. Yeah, could they could they win a a first round matchup against you know the fucking fucking Falcons? Rams they win a first or round box or whatever. Bucks, like like could they could they win it? Yeah. Yeah, they could. That doesn't doesn't mean anything because this team should be better. But I'll tell you this, Sam. Like, I, I mean, this defense is so bad. It's really, really bad. And and that's where I kind of like have to. That's where I kind of have to pump the brakes on any of this Super Bowl appearance talk because the 
the front line is getting no, no pressure on the quarterback. Really bad. The linebackers are bad. Except James Bradbury. That was, are you kidding me, James Bradbury? That was, Check that, yourself, I'm, bro. I, I'm trying to think like I me. Mean, we've seen bad cornerback play. Like, like I'm I'm trying to think like this is like like Byron Maxwell level bad. Oh. Um, this was like 2018, 19 Jalen Mills bad. Um, Namdi oh Asamoah bad. Namdi Asamoah bad. I'm trying to think, man. We had had some garbage. Some guys you talent. forget about. I, I think I, I can't believe I'm mentioning him again two weeks ago. Rogers Cromarty, another one. Really? Like, Cromarty. Oh my sure. god! Like fucking blow my brains out. It's just like I'm. I'm. I think it was a really good, really good speech of what you said, just about the execution because all the talent's there. That's kind of what I alluded to earlier. All the talent in the world is there. What the fuck are the coaches not doing to get this team ready to play on Sundays? And. Listen, so we, we, we have been bashing them. We've definitely been bashing them. The only person I saw in the national media, I didn't try to consume much of it. It's nauseating. I know what they're all going to say. Colin Coward, I'm, whether you have a, a strong opinion on him or not, I don't think he's the worst in the world. Yeah, I mean, he's not like a Skip Bayless type, Stephen a, Stephen a. Smith type. He did sit there and say, you know, listen, I'm probably still taking the Eagles in a lot of teams except for, you know, name, not named 49ers, especially if they get to host a home playoff game. They have a cupcake scheduled to tidy things up and roll into the playoffs. If you're on the playoffs on a three-game win streak, you could consider that hot. You certainly can. But so just to provide like a little bit of light, I don't think the season's dead. I just think we're going to be severely disappointed. It's probably going to be like something fucked up, like they actually make it to the Super Bowl and lose again. And it's just going to suck. It's going to fucking suck, no matter how it ends. But I, I think it's going to end without us being the champions. I just, I can't. There's, there's no, no, Sam, like today, like December 20th, 2023, this team isn't even close close to championship DNA. It's not not even, it, it, and it's crazy because they have Super Bowl champions on that team, Eagles and non-Eagles. It's like, what, what, what the fuck? It it is so discouraging. How how are you going to win? How are you going to win? A Super Bowl when when you got James Bradbury starting, when you got you're you're running Keely Ringo out there and Bradley Roby. And by the way, who had nice games? Great, nice they games. Did. Yeah, they did. Like, no, no doubt. Okay. Um week 15 against the Seahawks, right? You're not gonna run into the Seahawks in the playoffs. And by the way, if you do, you already lost to them. So who the fuck cares? Like this is this is not it we're not even close to that right now. And no. and and my fear. My fear is that they're going to go ahead and win these next three games. By the way, I don't think that's even going to happen. But no, my fear is they're going to win these next three games, you know, have a respectable showing. And then they're going to get, you know, by the way, once he's gone, once he's yeah, gone, gone, you didn't get gone. it. You, you lost it. You fucking blew it, right? You mm-hmm. fucking blew it by losing. And so now you've got to go and maybe you get the two seats still, right? Like maybe. But by the way, and what did I fucking tell you? What graphic did they show on Monday night? They showed the graphic. I had no interest in seeing. Uh, no repeat champs. And by the way, like, I don't know. I, I'm not certain we're going to get the division anymore. I'm not certain. Not the way that I was. No, like, like we, we have I'm to win that out. D- that Dallas will lose to Dolphins or the Lions or both. I, I'm not, are we going to win our last three games? I don't think... I think Dallas has just as good a shot at sweeping the next three as we do. What faith do you, the offense, Sam, the offense is, I don't know, bottom five in the league over the last month. Like Jalen Hurts has more turnovers than passing touchdowns. And like, I get it. He's got the rushing touchdowns. I'm not uncertain that DeAndre Swift couldn't have punched all of those in from the one. So I don't like think that makes Jalen Hurts special in that way. Like, yeah, it does. But like, like he's got more turnovers than passing touchdowns over the last month of the season. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what about this offense right now that's giving me any optimism other than this hope that they're talented enough to figure it out. And, and at some point, like you just, you are what you are. And right now, right now they're a team that has trouble, has trouble sustaining drives. 
can't find the right balance between the passing and the run game, can't involve the entire offense as part of the, the scheme, and has a defense that has has no ability to get off the field in third down, has terrible red zone defense, and keeps letting up the big drive at the wrong time. Fuck! We're on to the Giants. Eagles, listen, I'm not... I'm never out on you. I'm never out on Jalen Hurts. I still fully believe in Jalen Hurts, given his regression this year. But we are all angry, and we need to see... A change. We need to see you play better. Because it's it's kind of like going to the next Philly season. I'm not as completely gassed up that they can like go back to the World Series as I was the past couple of years. And if the Eagles flounder this end up the five seed and lose within the first two weeks of the playoffs, it's gonna be like it's an all time. If you like that is just like that's an all time disappointing season. And it's when you just recently, dude, we've been getting kicked in the fucking nuts as Philly sports fans. We've been getting kicked yeah. in the nuts. The Sixers did it like four fucking times within the past five years. The uh, Phillies did it two years in a row. I mean, granted, 2022 was nice, but nah, no it's pro- still no problem with 22 sucked. Phillies. It still fucking sucked. The Eagles did it last year. Again, just like blowing these big leads. Like, I think our record in game sevens all time as a city is like fucking two and 12. It's like, it like makes your brain go a little crazy, makes you want to like take up some other hobbies. But like the <laughs> sick bastard in all of us is that we're just gonna be like Sunday, Christmas Eve. I'll be wearing my Jason Kelsey jersey, and I'll be watching because it's just like what we do, and it's like a blessing and a curse on weekends like this. It's we're down bad right now. Good. On to the Giants. Yes. All right, we are here. Uh, hopefully, there's no copyright issues with uh, with that performance, Dan Sam. Um, I'm going right. to Broadway next, baby. Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably Broad Street is a better yeah, place for you. So we're we're here. I've got uh, I've got Mark and Adam, who are two of the shittiest uh, Giants fans I know. Easy. Um, we've known them uh, ten plus years each. Um, Mark is Mark is a really really good friend. Adam hates Philadelphia pro- probably like more than anyone I know. Um, Ad- Adam hates Philadelphia Philadelphia fans. So I thought, who better to preview this? fucking game this weekend uh then mark and adam guys welcome welcome to the show thanks for having us uh yeah, yeah look i'm looking forward to next week monday but mark how was your monday the other day i had a great monday night i don't know why uh, you know what i think there was something going on that that really just brought a lot of a lot of happy tears uh to my eyes and just this watching the Kevin, that was a mistake. <laughs> just a collapse, a collapse of a, a one-storied franchise. Uh, you know, just all really summed up in, in in a couple of hours worth of prime television. Yeah, agree. All right, great. Moving on. So, um, <laughs> all right. One of the things we want to start with is uh, catch 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 us up. What um what have we missed? What should we know about the Giants' 2023 season? Uh, how has it been? What has happened? Yeah, I mean, dude, I think the the big storyline. I mean, it's hard, you know. What haven't you missed, right? With all this Tommy DeVito stuff and all this crazy agenda that's been pressed into the the minds of the NFL viewership uh, across all franchises. Tommy Cutlets saving the day. Um, you know, it's funny. I was looking up some of the uh, some of the stats, just looking at that. You know, Danny Jones. You know, the the G man, the answer. Uh, you know, to Big Danny J. Um, you know, going down early. You know, it, it seems. Uh, you know, I think we we lost the home opener for, uh, forty to nothing. Um, so I think that really <laughs> kind of just set the tone for the rest of the season. Um, just you know, getting pounded and. You know, I think it was a couple of weeks ago where we were just all kind of ready. Any Giants fan that I know was really just ready to tank for for Caleb Williams, right? I think that's yeah. where the mindset was at for a lot of people. And, you know, this resurgence, you know, Danny Jones went down and we were all like, all right, well, you know, hey, Tyrod Taylor's going to carry us to the bottom of the standings. And, you know, he was serviceable <laughs> as he is. 
But what Tyrod Taylor is best at is catapulting careers of young rookie quarterbacks, right? He did the same thing when they punctured his lung in L.A. and Justin Herbert came on the scene, right? Tyrod Taylor was going to be the starting quarterback. He went down with a punctured lung and Justin Herbert is, you know, that's a whole other mess for franchise. But regardless, uh, and and I think he did that in a couple other uh, organizations. But this isn't the Tyrod Taylor show. So. Seeing Tommy DeVito uh, really rally our team has has brought a lot of fun to what I think was otherwise going to be a pretty abysmal season. So I got to say there I was in attendance for the uh, earlier this year, the Seahawks Giants game. I was able to to, to go to that actually with uh, with Adam's dad and his uncle and, and my dad. Uh, and it was uh, it was it was a tough one. Um, and that was pretty all that. But it, it's been fun since then. Obviously, this this last week sucked a little bit, but uh, it's been a fun year. Uh, I think we're just really scrappy, uh, but, you know, still a very slim chance of playoffs. So who knows? Oh my I mean, God. It's, it's, I think no, it's like no, a point six percent. No, I think it's point six percent. I'll give you the footnotes. Go ahead, I'll Adam. say uh, the realistic fans know it's over. We knew it's been over for a while. I just want to. I want to have a top five pick and I want to beat the Eagles. Those are my only things. So all that can happen. We'll count it as a win. I'll uh, end by saying that we still love Brian Dable. He's still our coach and I want him back. He's a good coach. No, he, he's good. definitely, he's not the issue with you guys at all. He, 100%. That dude, he's, he's, he's making Tommy DeVito quite serviceable. Tommy fucking, Tommy fucking cutlets. Gabagool, baby. Shout out to Jersey <laughs> Italians. Iconic. <laughs> I will I will say, Adam, I think you bring it up. I think for the last 10 years or so, rooting for a top five pick and to beat the Eagles has been the uh the MO of the Giants fan. Um so thank thanks for that. Giants are five and nine. I, I guess I do all right. First question I have for you guys is we we are now in an era, thanks to the process sixers, where everyone accepts that if your season is not gonna if your season, if your team sucks, you should suck a lot and suck as hard as you can so that you can then get a really talented player at the top of the draft. But but without but then you get Tommy DeVito like you get these storylines where it's way more fun to win. And even if the team ends up, you know, like 7 and 10, which isn't great like I don't know, where where do you reconcile it's really fun to watch Tommy DeVito go on a run, become a national celebrity for a month and a half versus, oh, like let's really make we get the third pick cuz by the way, half these first round quarterbacks end up being being bums anyway mm-hmm. yep i well i would say no matter how hard we root it's not going to change the outcome um so that's one thing but let's talk about the winning formula of football over the last few years aside mm. from maybe one season of patrick mahomes winning after his contract every single team has won with a relatively cheap quarterback yeah. and who's doing it this year it's brock purdy because now you get to spend money elsewhere and i would say that Tommy DeVito is not a great quarterback. Is he enough? Maybe. You know, Brock Purdy's being enough because they could spend money elsewhere. So let's talk about when the Eagles won. Jalen Hurts on his rookie deal. Pat Mahomes won originally on his rookie deal. That's just the winning formula. So I want the Giants to suck. I want us to get a good draft pick, but I don't want us to take a quarterback. Let's find the Tommy DeVito in the seventh round, you know, because that's the winning formula. Purdy's not going to get a ton of money in his next contract. They're going to be winning for a decade. Just keep surrounding you with in, playmakers. Yep. Mark, I see are you. you in, are you in on sur- the strategy of what we need to do is surround Tommy DeVito with talent? Uh, you know what? I think he's in in a position. I think he's proven uh, what is you know through what is he three and two now at this point? Um, you know, relatively serviceable uh, uh, stat lines. Um, you know what? I, I don't know that he's the long term solution, but I think he's a stopgap, right? I think he's good enough at this point to to sit in that seat while we build around him. So that way, when when we do have that top pick or we find the answer, we got the pieces around him. We shore up the O line. We get a couple of offensive weapons. You know, the defense I think is there, man. I think we're getting to the point where the defense is is pretty pretty solid. You know, obviously there, there's some some room for improvement, but I, I think we're in a position where you know that that could be that could be the way, right? You know, I I'm very much the fun fan, right? I like to have fun. I like to win. I like to watch the team go out there and have fun, and they're having fun right now, and and that makes me happy. Um, you know, I think at the at the end of the season, I'll, I'll probably have a different mentality, but you know, I'm definitely certainly riding the high a little bit as of right now. I do think the natural course of like the NFL is that like, although I can see what Adam's saying in regards to surrounding with. A Debo Samuel, a George Kittle, a Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, just find those guys. The way that the NFL is run and how franchises want to run their teams is usually 
go, if you're in the top 10, trade up and get a guy. And there's a lot of guys coming into this draft. Jaden McDaniels, Drake May, Caleb Williams. Like, there are some dudes. And then listen, I hear what you say, Kevin, in regards to a lot of these guys being bums. But some, like, a lot of the times they're like, you know, you look at those three in particular, I can't imagine any of them being misses. And the Giants have a chance to go get one of them. It's probably what they're going to do. Yeah, and maybe any of them are as good as Kyler Murray was. You know, like that would be like really dope. All right, so <laughs> this has now been uh, Eagles and Giants have been playing each other for like I don't know, like a hundred years. Uh, Fucking and been, great. We, and now, now all of us, all of us are uh, are are in our thirties, and so we missed. You know, we did not get to witness. You know, a lot of the we didn't get to witness the LT days. You know, uh, we didn't get to witness the Ron Jaworski days, but uh, we have had so much. So I want to just go around uh, top moments in the Eagles Giants rivalry. Um, I imagine ours will be different, um, but but I really want to I really want to <laughs> hear. So I'll, I want to start with uh, with Berkowitz. Well, Kevin, <clears throat> I uh, had a real hard time answering this question because in the last ten years, the Giants have beat the Eagles. Three times. <laughs> um, twice, it we sucked anyway. So, like, yeah, cool <laughs> Eagles, but we suck. And the last two times we played in the playoffs, you won in 06 and in 08. Yeah. And I just had a real hard time about this. So, my answer is any time before 2017. So, even if the Giants lost, I can still say that the Eagles never won anything. <laughs> that's a great answer that's a great answer no more ring pops we all got jewelry oh shout out God. nfc east only division of football every team's got a ring shout out nfc east yeah, oh so I, I could expand great, but i'll i'll, great, I'll let mark great, go that's next. A great, that's a great that's a great but yeah i gotta say great, i had a really a difficult great, time it seems great. like a lot of the the <laughs> giant success uh against philadelphia happened before any of us were were born right a lot of that uh you know the big stuff or at least sentient football fans right you know we're we're really paying attention and and understanding what's happening um so just specific in in my lifetime just i guess speaking to the rivalry and it's not even a a favorite moment that was giants eagles but just in the rivalry of the pure hatred between the fan bases is is the last Super Bowl, right? Watching you guys collapse on the the biggest stage possible has got to be up there as, as just a really sweet moment to, to just, you know, savor that, right? In our lifetime, Adam, the, the two times the Giants were in the Super Bowl, or at least, well, we're not going to talk about 2000. Um, you know, but, you know, the, the most recent two times, you know, we came up on the stage, unlikely, you know, underdogs and came out and, and ran it. And sure, you guys got your one. Congratulations, whatever. Yeah. But you came out the second time, you know, whatever. Hey, we're going to take down Pedro Holmes. And and you didn't. So I think that yeah. that's probably my favorite memory there. Mark, I, that is such a good answer. I don't know how I didn't think of it. I mean, come on. I was worried you were going to steal it, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> There's so, so few uh, to choose from. All right. Relax, relax. OK. All right. Well, you've had your turn. OK. All right. Um, Sam, we're going to take uh, this on the chin. I think Sam, yeah. Sam, one of your yours, Deshaun Jackson, so un- unlike, unlike Adam and Mark, I had a plethora <laughs> of options <laughs> in my lifetime. Yeah. In high school, I got to see the giants whoop up on the Patriots and not going to lie. Like that was pretty cool. Tom Brady would Wasn't have the like worst. fucking nine rings. Like that's stupid. Fuck that cheater. Um, right. Like fuck that cheater piece of shit. So <laughs> I, the playoff wins like last year, like oh, it was so sweet. And even going into your house as a six seed and whooping up on that one seed ass after by week 23, 11, Donovan McNabb and Andy Reid's one of the last few years with the Eagles. But man, how could it not be 2010? Deshaun Jackson, mm-hmm. Miracle at the Meadowlands part two, seven and a half minutes ago. You guys go up 31 to 10, and Mike Vick says, Hold Wait, my hold mother on. fucking. 30? Thirty-one to ten in the fourth quarter. Surely, surely you couldn't blow that lead. So Michael Vick said, "Hold my motherfucking beer," and Giants hold my motherfucking dick, and I'm gonna go do get you, this dub. Do you know Mark Adam? Do you know the name of the punter? Can you remember his name? I do. God, he was so bad. I remember. I remember being so mad at him for many games that year. He, it, wasn't Brad Wing. it wasn't Brad Wing, him. was it? Nah. Can, do, can, can you know it is? It's Matt Dodge. Matt Dodge. Because I, I will one of my one of the best parts of that clip is Coughlin afterwards, the beady eyed like crazy Coughlin. Why did you even like, take it to him? He's like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude? We're 
Like it's the one thing you can't, you can't give him a chance. It was, it was it's unbelievable he did that. Uh, Sam, that is so it, that's it, such that's, a... It's just, it, it was, it's, you see that replay all the time. It was ridiculous. It was, I, w- I remember when they went down 31 to 10, I'm like, this team is fraudulent. I started throwing shit off my Christmas tree. Ornaments just like around the rooms. I was so pissed off. And I went back downstairs and I'm a psychopath. And then it all just turned around. It was, um, it was um, most unbelievable. Like, even just as an objective football fan, just an unbelievable football game. Unbelievable. Right. That's good words for it. <laughs> I still don't believe it. Yeah. It's still a fever dream. <laughs> oh my God. I think it's great. Um, I think um I mean we really also I, one of my favorites is um Brian Westbrook with the with the punt return touchdown. It's like two thousand three. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. It was fourth quarter. Uh and we ended up um ended up taking that to win nine in a row, get into the playoffs and uh you know, make it to one of Andy Reid's five NFC Championship games. Um, so that was that was pretty good stuff there. Uh, really. A lot of special teams heartbreak. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. Here's my here's one of the just that I had no idea. So Eli Manning. I mean, really, I, I didn't. I never minded Eli Manning just because. Like, what, if you hate Eli Manning, like, I don't know. Like, grow up, dude. Like, what did this guy do to you? But Post-career, she, he's having a great post-career. Dude, yeah. I thoroughly enjoy watching Eli, Eli Manning on TV I love and shit, man. He's, he's good. He's really good. He and him, um, and, I, and I just think, like, him just keep it going. The fact that, so Eli Manning, his career, he went to the playoffs six times. Twice he won the Super Bowl. He has zero playoff wins in any other season in his entire career. He's like, that he started like wild. 200 games in a row for you. He had zero playoff wins outside of the fact that he won two fucking Super Bowls. It was either Super Bowl or elimination or immediately. <laughs> no, <laughs> Super Bowl or bust. Well, one of the years was when Plaxico shot himself after we won the Super Bowl. So you took away his big his big weapon. Um, and to be honest, I think the other year was at the very end of his uh, tenure when OBJ made it. Can't recall the other two years, but uh, hey, I'll 2015. take it. Yeah, in 2015, you guys lost to Green Bay, which is, you know. Let's say if that's if that's the stat we have to suffer through to have two Super Bowl victories, especially the the way yeah. we won those, especially the 07 Super Bowl. You I mean, you guys got to enjoy on. two like that's fucking awesome. Like in your in yeah, like right. that's like people me, never have seen their whole life. Right. Celebrate we, me and Kevin have seen two total, and that's lucky for Philly fans, dude. Right. Like before well, championships, we've always oh, seen the Phillies oh, and the yeah, Eagles, yeah. so it's like. Yeah. That's more than like my grandpa saw too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Well, one have... day we will celebrate another more, but maybe not in the near future. Maybe yeah, we'll uh, when Mason is a teenager. Yeah, I think that's more realistic. Adam, do you have a ruling on uh, Mason wearing Ravens gear on Sundays? You mean Mark? No, Mason. He is being raised more more of a Ravens fan, uh, so he does wear wear Lamar Jackson uh, as his. So he had a Saquon jersey growing up, but he he grew out of it, and then it has since yet to be uh, replaced with another uh, another blue jersey. I can't blame the kid, man. That's just like watching puke <laughs> on TV. It's just like watching dudes shit all over themselves. He'll it's learn like to watch Red Zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll you see a lot more Ravens on Red Zone than Tommy yeah. Cutler. Well, the, the, the trade-off with Summer was that I get to I get to force the Yankees on him. Uh, and and at the time when that's we were getting ready mark. to, that's what I was gonna say. When, when Mason was getting ready to enter the world, that was uh, at that time that felt more important for me to to press the Yankees uh, you know, on him over the Orioles versus and as the Rangers. And you know, I hate it, to admit it, there's also a really good fucking hockey team in New York right now too. So you can also put it right. that way. That's true. True. All right. But, so so current yeah. state of the Giants, you know, I. I what are the jerseys are people are buying? Like, are people buying Daniel Jones jerseys? Like, are are any new Saquon Barkley jerseys being purchased? You know, who's who's like top guys on your list right now on the Giants that, roster? That's a I love how you pose that question because in the agenda it says who's your current favorite player, and I think both of these guys probably have the top jersey sales. Mark might be saying the same people, so I apologize. No. Uh, Dexter Lawrence and Kayvon uh-huh. Thibodeau are the mm, okay. two guys. Sexy Dexy. He's he's a, one of the top defensive tackles in the league, if not the yeah, top, good. if you really dig down and look at some of the stats. Um, and then Kayvon Thibodeau is having an incredible second year. Uh, 
11 and a half sacks, I think, from yep. from a handful Bam. of year before. Uh, I think that there are not many untouchable pieces for the Giants, um, but those two are absolutely yes. untouchable. Maybe Deontay Banks, too, the, the cornerback. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say you called out a couple of names I was going to bring up. Uh, Thibodeau's at the top of my list, right? 11 and a half sacks. That's that's bonkers. Anytime you see I mean, he's just an animal, like the way he just kind of crawls through offensive lines to, to get back to the quarterback is just he's just so much fun to watch. Um, I think Deontay Banks, another name that excites me, just, you know, rookie coming out of Maryland, right? Local guy. And, and he's he's having a pretty good season. Man, he's 58 tackles, got two picks. Um, you know, he, he's fun to watch. He's he's electric out there. And the other name that I wrote down after Dexter Lawrence was uh, was Bobby O'Karake, man. I think he's yeah. having uh, he's having a season, man. I really like the way that that he's playing. He's got a lot of kind of explosiveness behind him that that's just you know, you, you hear his name pretty much all game and, you know, he's got 122 total tackles. He's got Ooh. two picks himself. Um, you know, he, he's fun to watch, man. I don't know how many people are rocking Bobby O'Karake jerseys, but, um, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm partial because the first ever Giants jersey I was given was an OCU Manura. So that nice. these, those, the defensive backs with the crazy last names, I'm, I'm a little partial nice. to. So, um, you know, Bobby O'Karake is, is the other name I'd bring up there. But uh, honestly, it's all defense, right? That's that's kind of what I'm like, wait, wait all man, defense. That's, as, that I'm is not a buying tough. a Tommy DeVito jersey anytime soon. Yeah, and a Saquon jersey is tough because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, Very yeah, true. Gotta, I mean these things are investments now, right? They, you know, yep. all the jerseys are are expensive. What? Or you just get a good old Eli Manning jersey and rock it for life. Lawrence that, Taylor, Lawrence Taylor, Taylor Jeremy yep. Shockey. You guys got yeah. it's a hell of a history, man. Right. It's Giants. Do you think? Yeah, right. So, so if you had to go like for our for our age cohort, it it's straight hand. It's straight hand like. He's still on the list, right? He's not like too old for 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 us, right? Definitely. Yeah. We, we saw him win a Super Bowl. He won an Michael Strahan terrorized the Great. Eagles for like a fucking yeah. decade, bro. Easy. Yeah, that was that was really really sucked watching him uh, <laughs> just destroy us for like Absolute an entire thing. So so that's so so jerseys you're seeing all the time. So it's still so the Manning jersey's timeless, right? That's Manning like, will, will never get old, right? I think that's something that'll be around for for a long time. Yeah. I think you could always wear like. A Yuminura jersey. Yuminura, Tuck, Justin Tuck, right? Yeah, absolutely. Would you say like, even like an Antonio Pierce? Yeah, Antonio Pierce, Entrell Roll. I had a Tiki and Barber jersey Tiki that Barber. I only recently absolutely. outgrew oh, a couple of years God, ago. I hated so. Tiki Barber. And I feel like you could also wear like a Jeremy Shockey jersey. Yeah. yeah Shockey yeah, was probably, probably the giant I hated the most. I hate well, Jeremy a lot of, Shockey. I think a lot of Giants fans even hated Shockey at some point. So. <laughs> Wow! I'll send you yeah, guys. He wasn't even group. on the field for the Super Bowl championship. I'll send you guys a uh, a video. My brother sent it to me just some old Jeremy Shock highlights. That dude was he was he was a dude. He was a menace. It's like a Mike yeah, All Star type. Yeah, yeah, the hair ridiculous. Yeah, he would have been in. And that's it. if they were doing the all white team back in like when he was playing. I think he would have been <laughs> tight end uh, selected for uh, for that. Yeah. All right. This um this all right this Sunday this Sunday the Eagles and Giants are playing. Giants are uh, Giants are thirty first in offense. Um, scored one more point than the Patriots. Um, so so there you go. What what is? I I, I mean I I like we we did the Eagles thing at the top. Like we're really not feeling good. Mark, how how are the Giants gonna how are the Giants gonna win this game on Sunday? Is there any is there any hope? So I I think there's hope. I, I don't think it's a realistic shot, but I think that the possibility is there, right? I think it's been kind of unprecedented how the, the past couple of games have gone. I really think the Saints game was was winnable, right? I think had the had we been there, maybe DeVito didn't miss uh, miss a bunch of time in the middle of the game there. Uh, I think maybe that that's a different game. I think that the Saints are, are you know, kind of frauds at this point. But we, I mean, that's a whole other thing. Um, and defense, right? I think that's something that we've Adam and I have talked about uh, a lot the past couple of minutes here is, is that the defense is where where we got to strive. And it's no no secret that you guys and Jalen are struggling so I think if the defense can come up big a couple big stops a couple of uh defensive scores I think it's going to put us in a position where you know if the offense can just kind of coast you know I don't think they need to be the superstars of this game um you know I think there's there's an outside chance that that we could squeak in an upset um I'm not so totally confident I think you guys are coming with a, a serious chip on the shoulder um you know kind of trying to stop this skid here um so so I think uh it's going to be a tall task but but not impossible Adam who who scores the touchdowns that that's funny. Um, I, next to that, how do the Giants win? I wrote LOL. Um, <laughs> they're not. Um, 
if the Giants are going to win, it's going to be because they have they force multiple turnovers and the Eagles the Eagles have to lose. The Giants ain't gonna win, you know? I mean, it mm-hmm. might show up on the on the record board. But to answer your question, who's gonna score the touchdown? I don't wanna ruin my prediction. So I might have to table that and I'll get back right. to you in the next uh in the next question. But yeah, he's he's already LOL his parlay. Is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Sam, how how do the Eagles win? Just getting back to the basics of football and just creating. That's what it takes to beat the like, Giants. And I hate to like just try to make it simple, but no, it's also you have to find a way to get the ball in your playmaker's hands. You have to continue to coach up Jalen because there's something like he's off, man. He's off right now. There have been yeah. there were a lot of plays in Seattle, a lot of missed opportunities that Jalen Hurts straight up missed. And again, me and Kevin talked about it earlier. We're not blaming any sort of sickness. If you're out there, you're playing, you're fucking healthy. Go, you know, listen, don't you know, get that out of your system. But he's making bad decisions. Jalen Hurts needs to get smarter with the football. The Eagles need to continue a well-balanced running attack, and they need to get the ball in their playmaker's hands. If the offense can hum, there's no doubt in my mind it'll be a very easy win. Because if the longer the Giants defense, again, their strength, if they have a little bit of a, a strength. It's like, you know, like a girl benching the barbell kind of strength. It is the fucking defense. It's the two players that you, two or three or four players that you mentioned. So if you keep those players off the field and force Tommy DeVito to beat you, even though the Eagles have the worst fucking defense in the NFL of the past month, yeah, you're not going to lose the game. I, it feels like, it just feels like I'm getting in production. It just feels like a Devontae Smith game. You know, it just feels like Smitty. By the way, um, one of my favorite Eagles-Giants moments is the Eagles jumping ahead of the Giants, doing a deal with Jerry Jones. Like, I swear, Howie called Jerry, and he's like, yeah, 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 yo, do you want to fuck over the Giants real quick? And Jerry's like, yeah, 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 what do you got in mind? And he's like, you guys can get Micah Parsons. We're going to get Devontae Smith, and they're going to go get – who did you fucking draft? Well, Tony. Right? Well, Tony, no. We, we turn that pick – into something else. So we wound up getting Kayvon Thibodeau. Oh, um, okay. Okay. That draft, we did get Tony because we went back to 23, but okay. we then traded with the Bears for field. So, yeah. Okay. But right. I would, I'll take Devontae, you know, or Micah Parsons. Yeah. yeah. Those, those it, two are it just, those two It was are just nice. a great one. It was just really cool. So um, it just, it feels like a Devontae Smith game. It feels like a, it feels like this is what the Eagles are. This is the most Philadelphia thing that's going to happen is, you go ahead and, and you give the te- the city a little bit of hope. You go ahead, you beat a familiar face. Everyone's like, oh, I love beating the Giants. This is great. Eagles are going to go ahead and and win this thing, you know, 20, 25 to 12, you know, in the Tommy Cutlets, you know, getting cooked in South Philly game. Is that uh, four just, field goals? It just... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's three. No, it's four. It's four. I can't do math. I'm fucking retarded. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So that's that's just that's just what I think. Um, the the line, by the way, opened at Eagles by ten and a half. It's now Eagles by twelve. Um, I, I'm not betting on that line, but not, it just feels no, like I'm not touching. Like the, I just need. I don't care what happens. I don't care if AJ Brown lays a goose egg. I don't care any about it. They just they need to fucking win on Sunday. They need to fucking they, win. Sam, is that going to happen? Are the Eagles going to win the game? They're going to win. They're going to win the game. I'm going to say they're going to win 27 to 17. All right, Mark. Mark. What? Yeah, oh, prediction for the game. Um, yeah, well, my prediction is that the Eagles are also going to win. Um, I, you know, I hope hoping that it's not as uh, as as drastic as as that. But I'm I'm hoping it's a nice competitive game. But um, yeah, I think we're we're looking somewhere in the. Uh, I, yeah, I, my my knee jerk was was like thirty five to to fourteen or something like that, but uh, that feels a little more realistic to be honest. But you know, we'll, I guess we'll see. Maybe I'm being too nice to the Giants. I don't know. I'm giving them seventeen points. I was, maybe that's too if much. If I play it down enough, then it won't disappoint me as hard. Fair, Adam. Yeah, that's that's a great point. So uh, I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna give you two predictions. My first one mm. that I originally wrote down is 28 to 13 Eagles with a garbage time tutty from Tommy DeVito. Nice. And so you said, who's going to score? I'm trying to think it's either going to be some random no-name backup tight end or Tommy's going to run it in himself. 
Oh. Make us, we'll have a moral victory because it's 28 now to 13. Um, but it's going to be an absolute boring game. The Eagles are going to control it. But I want to make a second prediction because after I heard uh, Kuttner say the Eagles, like classic Eagles, we're going to fire up the city just to get let down. So maybe they'll crush the Giants like 38 to like three, something embarrassing. Get the city so hyped. And then I just hope they lose the rest of the season. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're right. I will tell you, by the way, if Tommy DeVito runs it for that garbage time touchdown, I think it's a, I think it's universal applause from the city. Like yeah. I do. I think that is like applause by Eagles fans for, for Tommy DeVito. There's a lot of Italians at every single like, Eagles game. There's going to be like 13 seconds left in the game. We're going to get some garbage time touchdown and make ourselves feel better. He's going to run it in. Yeah. I, I hope so. I, this is, this is an Italian city. I think everyone, it's hard to like, what are, what are you going to root against Tommy D for? Yeah. Right. It's like, like rooting root, against the JV team. Like, they're yeah. just, <laughs> just go have fun. Good poor child. Oh he's my God. He's doing his best. He's doing right. his best. Well, 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 we'll see. Game is Sunday at uh, 4 30 on Fox. Uh, we'll see how it goes. And then we see you guys in uh, two Whoa, weeks. Hey, NFL hey, schedule is really fucking off, stupid. You gotta, before you sign off, you got to give your prediction. Oh, Eagles, Eagles going to win. Eagles going to win. Um, 27 to 27 to 12, four field goals. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, Kevin, actually, the game is on Monday. Let's stop it. Yeah. Monday, 430 on Christmas. It's going to be a great oh. Christmas. We oh, got it is Christmas. on Christmas. We got a Christmas game. Thank you. Merry Thank Christmas. you for that, uh, that correction. Yeah. So here we go. Christmas Day. Um, the Eagles better have. not fucking yeah. ruin Christmas. <laughs> If they lose, if the Eagles lose this game, and let's be clear, they are fully in control of losing this game. I really, I really do. But my Christmas uh, tree is in danger if they lose this fucking game. That's um, wouldn't it be the first time you've thrown ornaments before. We'll no. see you guys in two weeks to uh, to you know recap and and see how this season will, will end. Um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Hell yeah, boys. All right, later. See ya. I hope the Eagles lose every game.